<laughs> Johnny took all the leads again. <laughs> <laughs> Hello and welcome to the Erasable Podcast, episode 35. I am uh, your host for tonight, Andy Welfley from Woodclinched. I'm joined by my two co-hosts, uh, Johnny Gamber and Tim Wassum. Hey guys, how are you? Hey, what's fantastic. Up? How are you? Been a while. Yeah. We're back. We are back after uh, Tim's um, Tim's solo career. Yeah. Um, tonight uh, actually is we have a special guest who's going to be with us on for the going to be with us for the entire show. Um, uh, I think all of you probably know who she is because A, she's been on before, and B, she's a pencil superstar. So uh, <laughs> let's welcome uh, Carolyn Weaver. Hey, Caroline. Hi. Hey, Caroline. Yay. <laughs> so we just had uh, Tim on last week with uh, Mike Dudek. And flying so we decided, we, flying slow, we tried to make up for that by adding one more person to the whole show today. So <laughs> yeah, do that one more time to even it all out. I think so. <laughs> How's everything in New York, Caroline? Everything's good. Another another hot, steamy summer. It's um, getting pretty old, but yeah, um, yeah. Do you have air conditioning in the store? We do. We have one of those one of those units that hangs above the door, and it's it's been kind of leaky. It's really frustrating. I can't wait to not have to use it anymore. <laughs> don't want to melt all the graphite. Yeah, definitely don't want to <laughs> let that happen. Just think if there were pens and they got hot. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I bet Wolpex just like melt under heat. I bet they just get like really like limpid. Oh well, yeah. Actually, I, I had some pencil shavings and a and a um, tea light recently, and I didn't realize there was some Wopex in there until I smelled it. Oh man! And it doesn't melt as quickly as you think. It sort of uh, soaked up the wax and burned for a long time, and smelled really horribly. <laughs> <laughs> but it took some good fire to get the, get it to melt. Well, uh, I know that the things the... we do. <laughs> The uh, the little dots in the Faber Castell two thousands, yeah, or two thousand. Yeah, those used to get gross. Yeah, they just they just melt in the car, and yeah, they're really the new ones are supposed yeah. to be okay, but they're not black. They're sort of like I don't know this milky gray color. I haven't seen the new ones. Yeah, they're sharper and they yeah. work a lot better. Yeah, do you carry those? Plus, you know, yeah, we have those. We have the we have all the well, pretty much all the versions of them. The black ones, the ones with the eraser, the ones without the eraser, the jumbo one, which we actually. Now that I think about it, we do keep that in the window, and it gets really hot there, and nothing's melted yet. <laughs> so I think that's a good sign. They if fixed it, it. All the time. Yeah, <laughs> that's a good sign. Uh, all right, let's uh, let's get into uh, the tools of the trade. Um, so, Caroline, I think that you know what the drill is here, but what are you uh, drinking, and what are you writing with tonight? I am. I thought I'd go with Japan theme, so I'm drinking um, a Hibiki 17 year single malt whiskey mm. um, with a single ice cube, and I like it with a with a drop of agave nectar or sometimes maple syrup. It kind of just like, yeah, makes it makes it a lot cleaner. Mm. Um, and I'm writing with um, an old Blaisdell Ben Franklin 500. I've been really into old yellow school pencils, and so this is my one from the past couple of days. That's nice. cool. Yeah. yeah, those those Blaisdells are really nice. I don't, I haven't used many of them, but the Ben Franklin is so great. Yeah, they're really nice. They're really dark. Yeah, really like this one. Uh, Tim, how about you? Well, I'm going to sound a little trashy after that one. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm, tr- <laughs> I'm drinking a Yingling Lager <laughs> in a Tall Boy. 
Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so that's my. Uh, that's what I'm drinking, and I am uh, writing with my trusty Palomino HP. Nice. I've kind of like limited myself to this pencil exclusively as school starting, just to like keep things simple. So yeah, I've been just carrying it with me all day long. So I just pulled it out of my pocket, and here I am. So from here on out, do we just say like, oh, and Tim's writing with his Palomino? <laughs> Maybe not that bad, but for a couple <laughs> weeks, yeah. How um, so school started already for you? Uh, I had a half day with kids on Thursday, and hmm. my tomorrow's my first full day. Gotcha. So, so the kids had a three day weekend. Teachers had to be there on Friday, but tomorrow we start just like full on, full time. Yeah, that's so early. Yeah. yeah, we have to build in a lot of snow days because we don't know how to plow snow here in <laughs> Tennessee. Just have to get some horses. At least you guys have precipitation where you live. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, because it would be so awful without it, right? Yeah. <laughs> I guess, no, you're talking about this. You're, I thought you were just making a snow reference. That's oh, no, really no, no, insensitive. no. You're talking about, you're talking about rain How and drought. You? Yeah, there's me being <laughs> no, a dick again. No. No, it's all right. <laughs> I, see what you, I know what you mean. I know what you mean. Tim's getting hate mail from California. <laughs> Dear Tim Wasm, on, on behalf of California. The sign, drought is, an in, is no laughing matter. Insincerely, California. <laughs> yeah, I'm drinking a bullet and bubbles, which is nothing funny. It's just bullet bourbon <laughs> San Pellegrino. I just like, if I can't make up the funny names, I'm going to name something simple. <laughs> But I think I think Bullet and Bubbles is pretty great. <laughs> Sounds like a weird band. <laughs> like some big giant dude and a monkey. Because <laughs> it kind of looks like Boulet. That even looks funny. <laughs> Boulet and Bubbles. I thought it was Bullet until somebody said it at the liquor store, and I felt like a moron. <laughs> I I don't understand it either because so um, Bullet County in um, Kentucky it is like where it's made. But no, I think it's from a guy named Bullet who was oh. from the uh, in an outpost in New Orleans. So they have that whole um, frontier whiskey thing. Okay, it's really, really stupid. Well, it was weird because <laughs> I, I figured it was made there because it was spelled not like a you know a gun bullet. It was spelled B U L L I T, the county. And then I but then I realized Bullet, the whiskey and bourbon is spelled even different from that. So yeah, they they contract their uh, bourbon to someone in Kentucky, and their rye is made, I think, in Indiana. Indiana, not. Not Kentucky. Their their rye is vastly superior to their bourbon. Hmm. As I'm figuring out the hard way. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I'm writing with a Mitsubishi four five six three two B triangular pencil, which is super nice and super dark. And where did you get it? I got it from Caroline. Yay! Yay! Great choice. It's a good one. <laughs> and I am drinking a uh, Sierra Nevada Summerfest. It's a crisp lager. It's a a uh, Czech-style lager featuring slight malt sweetness, a spicy hot flavor, and the crisp finish you want on a warm summer day. And, oh, uh, that stuff's good. I've had that before. Yeah, it's the, it's mm-hmm. the blue label. I um, can't drink regular Sierra Nevada because one time I drank some of it, and then for actually a, like legitimately a different reason, I got really sick. And uh, yeah, I just the taste of the regular one I just can't handle anymore. But But this is different enough. It's really good but it's still kind of hoppy like it. And I am writing with um, what we will get into with our pencil of the week, uh, which is the uh, mono, the Tombow Mono KMKKS4B. It's a beautiful pencil that Caroline brought back from Japan. Um, and we'll be talking about that today. Um, in fact, should we do that before we get to the fresh points? Talk about the pencil of the week? Sure. First? Cool. Sure. Sounds good. So, um, yeah, we, we were trying to figure out what to... Um, 
what to cover. And we were thinking about uh, talking about the American-made Ticonderogas, which uh, we had a listener send us, uh, which are pretty great. Um, but I think we're going to save that for another time because this was just really good timing. Um, Caroline went to Japan, which is what we're going to talk to her about later on today. Um, and some of the things she brought back were these really beautiful Tombow Monos that are uh, blue with a uh, with the standard like mono white uh, band around it. But it has this like orange cap and it's just gorgeous. Um, everything's in Japanese except for uh, Tombow Mono and then it says KMKKS on it. Um, so this is our Pencil of the Week and also Caroline's Pencil of the Month for August. Isn't that right, Caroline? Yep, that's right. Um so can you tell us maybe a little bit about how the, what the difference is between this and like the Tombow Monos that we can get around here? Um, well, this pencil is kind of a strange one. I had never seen this pencil before until I found it. And I found it in only one shop when I was in Japan. I didn't ever see it again. And then I did some research and realized that it's just kind of the unicorn of mono pencils. And um, it's... It's a type of pencil that's really distinctly Japanese. It's um, they, Pencils like this are made for practicing penmanship. Hmm. Um, and even on the box, they always recommend that you hold it at a 60-degree angle, I mean, to the table. Um, they have a little diagram also. It's hilarious. But, um, <laughs> the, yeah, they're, they're, really, they're really strange. I had a customer tell me the other day that they, um, they're also used for writing things repeatedly. Hmm. Um, with the intent of remembering them. Um, that's why they're so smooth and that's why they're so thick so that you can just kind of be, be sloppy about it and just get it done. But, um, the, this is a really, this is a really unique pencil cause it's really dark. It's really smooth. It's not as smudgy as it really should be for a 4B. Yeah. But, um, I noticed that. Yeah, it's nice. It's it's a lot like the um, the Mitsubishi penmanship pencil, the one that comes in triangular and hex with the super thick core mm-hmm. um, that comes in four B and six B. I feel like that one's a little less smudgy and has slightly better point retention. But I really, I really like the, the way that this one looks and the way that it writes. It's just really wonderful. How um how many of these did you get when you were in Japan? Did you just um, like pick up as many dozen as your suitcase could handle? <laughs> Uh, yeah, I did that. And then I ended up still needing more. We have, a, we have a lot of subscribers now. We have, I think as of last count the other day, we have almost 250 subscribers to our pencil of the month club. What? So, um, oh. yeah, it's becoming increasingly hard to pick unique pencils because I have to find a ton of them. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I bought, I bought a bunch of these in Japan and then I have a contact over there who tracks things down for me and sends them over. Um, so I need a little bit of help with that, but we will be stocking them in the shop soon. This week we'll have them in the shop and online um, so everybody can try it. It's really, really just a great pencil. It's really cool looking too. I don't really know of any pencils that are this color combo with the yellow on the end. I Okay, I, I was, it looks, I guess under this light it kind of looks orange, but I guess it's like a kind of a dark creamy yellow. Yeah. 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 yeah it's the color of my undergrad institution. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's gorgeous. I saw, oh, I can't remember, maybe on Caroline, maybe it was on your um, Instagram feed, but I saw this pencil a while before I got it in the mail and yeah, just gorgeous. I think a plus for aesthetics alone, I think. But um, mm-hmm. yeah, as she said, it's a, uh, it's a four B and it is definitely less smudgy um, than, st- than other four B's that I've used. So I think it's amazing for that. That's, that's really great. What Tim, what did you think about this pencil? Yeah, I was, well, actually, when it was sent to us, like when Caroline, when you sent it, you mentioned in the note that it was 
similar to the penmanship. And so I immediately, like, I couldn't help but compare it to that, like, as I was using it. And I thought that was, I mean, a really good, really good comparison. But I think, I think I still like the penmanship, mm. uh, like a, a little bit, uh, you know, a step above it. There's something, something about it. it's a little. I mean, they're basically the same pencil, but just that big. I just love the look of the. I'm a sucker for burgundies and dark reds mm. and stuff, and so I just think it looks. The penmanship looks awesome, and the weird, the weird uh, burgundy and isn't it, it's burgundy and navy blue and gold. It's just this like weird yeah. combo of colors that I just love. But, um, but I, I do. I, I love this mono, and it's the big white stripe. It has this big, dis, like striking white stripe on it that you don't yeah. really see that look on pencils very often, like this big bold stripe, um, especially with that big of a contrast. And so it looks just unlike anything else I've seen because usually I feel like the the design on pencils these days and even like the high end, whatever you call them, like boutique pencils, mm-hmm. is they're usually pretty streamlined and kind of subtle, you know? Yeah. But this one is very unabashedly like blue, yellow, Big white line, like just, like, just, just goes like, for it. Yeah, and I think it looks awesome. Yeah, so yeah, I, love, I, I was a fan. I was really excited about it. Well, and especially compared to the black and white monos that we that we get over here, um, you know, even mm-hmm. even though that has a stripe on it, it's still very much like it's black and white, and it's mono. It's like mono color almost, um, mm-hmm. and just the fact that it comes in this bright, rich blue is just so great. Yeah, so, that's a great blue color. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, like a summer sky blue kind of, which is yeah, it's great. It's interesting you say you're such a big fan of the burgundies and stuff because I think that's I, I like this color scheme a lot better than the burgundies. Mm-hmm. Like that's the one thing with um, like the Baron Fig branding that I'm not a big fan of is that like wine color that they have. Oh yeah, so yeah, see, that's I have like in my my super secret shameful fountain pen life, mm-hmm. I. Um, what? <laughs> How dare you, sir? WTF? <laughs> yeah, like, like almost all of my pens have some sort of dark red, burgundy, wine-colored ink in them. Like yeah. almost all of them. So that's just like, I, yeah, it's just in my wheelhouse. Yeah. It's just what I I like. That's cool. But, he likes yeah. what you like. I likes what I like. Yeah. So, um, Johnny, what about you? We, we <laughs> talked a little bit, little bit about it. Well, I'm going to give this an A. Yeah. Um, first of all, because it's the colors of my undergraduate alma mater, which is always awesome, and the Cub Scouts. But <laughs> the Cub Scouts. <laughs> yeah. But um, what I liked about this pencil was that the color scheme is so basic and probably in its home country. There's nothing very special about it, but sort of like the Norris to people in the U.S. are like, wow, that's a basic, you know, sort of crappy pencil you get at the grocery store, but it's so cool to us yeah. because we don't have pencils this color. Yeah. So the the yellow dip on the end just kind of I don't know it set it off as fancy to me. That's why I like the yeah the Norris is just because that that red just really offsets yeah. the yellow and the black. So I'm just like somebody when somebody came along and said let's put a yellow dip on the end of this, and that's right. awesome. Ding do, ding ding. Caroline, do they have it in other other hardnesses besides four B? It comes in six B also, which oh, I wow. have not. I've, I've not seen it, and I haven't tried it. But um, hmm. yeah, that might be a little bit too soft. I don't know. Does it look different than this one? No, it looks exactly the same. Hmm. That's cool. Yeah. Um, so, so Johnny gave it an A. Uh, I'm going to give it an A plus, just because it's super unique and really nice. Uh, Tim, what what about you? I give it a solid A. Solid A. I enjoy it. Yeah. I I, I tried to give it a grade just based on. Yeah. 
the look and performance because I, I know that they're not easy to come by. And yeah. it's like, I, I have a tr- I have trouble <laughs> yeah. uh, thinking about it because I am so obsessive <laughs> that I, <laughs> if I like something, I want to have a hundred of them, you know, mm-hmm. just so that I don't ever run <laughs> out of them. And so it like scares me. But if I just focus on like the performance of it and the look of it, I loved it. I thought I, I gave it an A. That's awesome. And Caroline, I know you're a little biased, but no, just kidding. Um, <laughs> how about you? What, what kind of grade would you give it? Uh, I think it deserves an A. Yeah. Yeah. I still, if I could take the the graphite and the Mitsubishi penmanship and put it inside this pencil, that would be like the perfect pencil. But um, mm. yeah, I, I, I do really love it. Somebody needs to make a, like a graphite core extractor for a pencil. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds super practical. Be a modern throw. Yeah. <laughs> Les is our, uh, our pencil MacGyver. So. Where'd the light of my pencil go? <laughs> So less for practical jokes in grade school. Yeah. Sharpen your pencils class. Oh, no. <laughs> Johnny <laughs> took all the leads again. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to get one, make one of those and then go back in time and have a lot of fun with Sister Teresa Mary. Sister Teresa Mary. <laughs> I'm well, not even making that up. Hey, my, my, uh, my first grade teacher was Sister Gertrude Ann. So. Sister Mary Gertrude Ann. So I hear you. Um. Cool. Let's uh, let's get on to fresh points. And uh, Caroline, you are our guest, so so please start us off. Um. Well, I did something that never happens, given that I live in Manhattan. I went to Target today. Um. <laughs> I all this is a really big deal too. I went all the way uptown <laughs> to visit a friend who just moved a block away from the Harlem Target. Hmm. Um, do they not have Targets exciting. midtown? No, we have one in Harlem on like a, it's a hundred and something street. And then we have one in Brooklyn. That's terrible. Yeah. Um, in San Francisco, we have, uh, we have two in the city center. Oh yeah. Target envy. I'm jealous. (laughs) I I love Target and Caitlin. If anybody doesn't know Caitlin, Caitlin is deputy pencil lady in the shop. Caitlin lives in Jersey city and goes to Target all the time and has found so much cool pencil stuff for us for um for kind of our back to school setup in the store she found these buckets that these like little metal buckets that we filled with erasers that are painted to be like a pencil Mm -hmm. they're really subtle and really cute but i um was really excited to buy the the um back to school ticonderogas in those in the fun colors but was very disappointed to see that none of them are centered they'll just look nice in my pencil cup i guess it's been a long time since i bought um since I bought Ticonderogas in a store that weren't really old. So, of course, I'm disappointed. Did, but, you, um, did you get the ones that are um, three different pinks? Yeah, I did. Yeah, those look cool. They're, they look really cool. I just yeah. I, I recently um, also found on eBay these a box of the Millennium um, Ticonderogas. Oh, which, those were in the oh, black nice. before they were yeah. called the black. Yeah, they're really awesome. I was really excited to get those. But... Um, Sweet. Yeah, it's been a it's been a really Ticonderoga week in the store. Um, we've had lots of fun vintage Ticon- Ticonderoga things arrive, and we've also been talking about it a lot because we are um, planning an event that we're doing next month that I'm really excited about. That's going to be at the Greenwood Cemetery in Brooklyn, um, which uh, is where Everhard Faber is buried. Um, 
And oh. we were we had a cus- we had a customer in the shop a couple of months ago who um, I was just talking to, and she told me that she's the events coordinator there, and that she knows that Everhard Faber's buried there. And we kind of joked about doing an event, and now we're actually doing it. And while <laughs> while she was kind of working on the program, one of her colleagues told her that Joseph Dixon's also buried there. Um, what? Yeah, they're both buried <laughs> in the same cemetery. Uh-huh. So we're we're on a <laughs> Sunday afternoon. We're doing a um, I'm doing a talk in the chapel at the cemetery, and then we're doing a a trolley ride up to um, Everhard Faber's grave, and we're going to do a grave what? rubbing. I think it's we're going to blowing my mind right now. Yeah, it's going to be crazy. I think we're going to try <laughs> to do a grave rubbing in a in an, in an original Blackwing six hundred two. Um, She's saying grave rubbing, guys, not rotting. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, just to clarify. <laughs> oh my gosh, this needs to. You need to make a documentary. Like you need to get somebody with a like with a camera to like film this because it's just oh. like there's too much going on there. For yeah, it not I, to be filmed. I think we will. I th- we will um, document it heavily. We're taking all all four of us in the shop are going. We're just closing the shop for the day. Um, we're just going to put a sign on the door that says um, "Meet us at the cemetery" yeah. with the address and "Meet us ho- at the cemetery." Hopefully, hopefully people won't be too <laughs> mad at us. But it's the title of the uh, documentary. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, no, we were we couldn't decide who was going to work that day because everybody wanted to come. So yeah. we're all, we're all going. That's so. awesome. Yeah, it's a good choice. Man, that, it makes me think. Like, I like to imagine that one of them uh, decided to be buried there, and the other one did it just to like spite the other one, <laughs> just like just to match them. Like, well, I'm going to get buried there too. <laughs> Compare the size of their gravestones. Well, <laughs> yeah. Well, and then A.W. Faber Faber came over and demanded to be buried there as well. <laughs> cool. Ah, so. Uh, so yeah, there's there's other Caroline. Have you ever used the um, UB pencils from Target? No, I saw them today. I had never seen them before. I opened the box and looked at them, but then didn't buy them because they looked kind of terrible. Yeah, they're they well. They're better than they're you would think. Uh, oh, but uh, but yeah, still. I mean, nothing like a Tombow or or the expectation of a Ticonderoga, even though it might actually be better than these Ticonderogas. Hmm. Yeah. To buy those on my next adventure uptown. Yeah, <laughs> I uh, I really love the pencil back to school um, sweat or merchant. What do they call them? Like the signage they have at Target right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's one. Somebody like, gave me a dirty look for photographing them. <laughs> you do it, boy. Leave me alone. I wish uh, one of my biggest regrets dirty. is that I had to uh, leave behind my old back to school shop pencil. <laughs> Just because it wouldn't wouldn't be able to come with me to uh, to fit in the space now. Yeah. yeah. Um. Cool, Tim. How about you? Well, first thing I was going to mention is that this coming weekend is the DC Pen Show, mm. which uh, I am officially one hundred percent going to be there mm. for the DC Pen Show. And so I got inspired. Well, I should preface this by saying that, like a week ago, as school stuff was starting, I deleted Twitter and every social aspect on the planet from my phone just to like stay focused. But I put Twitter back on my phone today because I want to hear from anyone out there who's possible, who's listening, who might be at the show because you know, there are always these like, you know, like the pen addicts doing a meetup, stuff like that. But I want to get a like anti pen meetup or <laughs> not really, but like a, but like an anti show meetup or like the anti meetup, which basically people from the erasable community who are going to be at the show, who want to get together at some point on Saturday. So I'm, I'm going to be there 
from I'm going to leave from Johnson City really early Saturday morning and I'll be there all day Saturday and then I'll be there for Sunday morning and then we'll be coming back that night. So if you're going to the DC Pen Show and you want to meet up, I would love to meet anybody who might possibly be in the area. So just get in touch with me on Twitter at Tim Wassum and we'll try to work something out. Try to find a time where we can all meet up. Johnny, are you going to be able to come? Hell yes. Yes. I'm so okay. jealous. I've had t-shirts printed that say really bad things about pens and ink. <laughs> <laughs> and I got them all made in small. So it would be really funny. <laughs> Johnny's going to wear a crop top. <laughs> it's more than a crop top. <laughs> Tube top. <laughs> Carolyn, have you ever thought about doing a, uh, doing a pen show? People ask me that all the time. I really had never thought about it until people started mentioning it to me. Um, <laughs> may, maybe, maybe. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know which one I'd go to either. Um, I'd have to think about that. I think I could be convinced. Yeah. I know there's yeah. one in, I want to say there's one in, is it, I can't remember if it's, if it's in Brooklyn or Manhattan. There's, I, I know it's one of those two that Ed Jelly go like went to a couple of years ago. It's like a real small one, but mm. the DC show is the. I know it's the biggest in the country. It might be one of the biggest in the world, like biggest pen shows, and yeah. it's just like a, a huge deal. It's a super show. Yeah, and it's enormous. So, I think, and like, when I think about, it, it makes total sense to me for if you're ever interested in doing that to go to the show. Like from the last episode, talking with Mike about how in a lot of ways fountain pen minded people and pencil minded people sort of have the same part missing in their brain. You know? Yeah. So, <laughs> uh, <laughs> so I feel like it would, it would go it'd at least be fun, but it might go really well. You know? Yeah. I think it'd be yeah. so much fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This is, it is the largest pen event in the world. Yeah. That's a hell of a claim. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm so jealous. There's a San Francisco pen show that I'm going to try to go to at the end of the month, but I'm sure it's not as large as this. No. Oh, there's a cursive logic seminar. Interesting. Hmm. <laughs> yeah. So that was that was the first thing I was going to mention. Just if you're going to be at the pen show in DC this weekend, I will be there Saturday and like Sunday morning, and then be coming back to Johnson City on Sunday. So if you're going to be there, get in touch with me on Twitter at Tim Wassum, and I would love to meet anyone who might be there. If there's one or two of you <laughs> who will be there. Let me know because I want to meet you. And and Johnny will be there at some point on Saturday, so we'll try to coordinate it so that we're both there and maybe we can uh, go out for lunch or meet up for beers or something in the afternoon. Yeah. Be a good time. I uh, won't have to drive home. Yeah, yeah Amtrak. <laughs> Your DD is Amtrak. Yeah. yeah, but you're going to have to be responsible for getting him back to the Amtrak station in I know, five, five minutes I've, before I've, it leaves. I finally learned how to use Uber. I'll get Brad I'll get <laughs> to do that. We were, <laughs> when Johnny and I were in New York and meeting with Caroline and, and Caitlin, we kept like looking at our watches and like, you probably want to get there. And he's like, no, let's have another beer. <laughs> <laughs> I did no such thing. No, you didn't. <laughs> I said, let's meditate oh, more. Yeah. I'm, <laughs> I am beyond excited for this because I have a hotel room, which is even better than a DD. So yeah. Uh, <laughs> hotel party at we'll Wassums. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um, uh, besides that, the only thing, other thing I was going to mention is that every school year I always make a, an order with pencils.com on a, like a bulk order. 
mm. which it doesn't necessarily need to be pencils.com, but I usually do pencils.com because they take purchase orders and I use school money, like my classroom money to do this, to get pencils to supply my kids who need them or who like, you know, forget them. And I always, I think I've definitely proven by now that using good pencils and not like those abysmal pieces of crap from office depot, like the <laughs> un- unmarked like yeah. things, uh, using good pencils, they last longer. The kids keep them longer. It saves you money in the long run. It's just a good thing. And they, and they think it's like special because they're like, Whoa, what the heck is this? You know, this like, pencil isn't nasty to write with. Right. Um, what so what get? I was going to ask, well, no, that's actually what I was going to ask mm. is I was trying to get input on what I should look for. Mm. My, I want to get, I mean, basically I'm, uh, I want to designate like no more than $30 to buying a large number of pencils that I'm going to be giving away for the year. So any input? It doesn't have to be pencils.com. That was just kind of what I have used in the past because they take purchase orders, but I'm not like totally limited to that. But like what pencil that you know of that can be bought in large amounts and is kind of in that semi cheap area? What about uh, the Golden Bear? Would you recommend? Yeah, that's at the top of the list. I've got yeah, I was thinking about that. I have I have like two dozen of those that I have right now to give them for the mm-hmm. first couple of weeks. Um I thought about that. I thought about the forest choice. Um, but I was kind of trying to think. And so those two are obvious choices for me. Like I had thought of those and was just wondering if there's anything kind of out of the box that you, you all could think of that I could find in bulk, like large, large amounts hmm. that wouldn't be expensive. Hmm. All of the Ticonderoga renews that your target has. <laughs> They're pretty cheap and really nice. So let's see. So if I had, <laughs> I think we have a, if I had, hang on, this is me stalling while I get a calculator because I'm an English teacher. <laughs> uh, Math. <huh? laughs> so with that, I could, I could get 12 dozen. Oh, whoa. Uh, they only come in a 10 box. Well, okay. 12 packs. I could get 12 packs. That's yeah. still. 120 pencils. That's, yeah. Because I have to factor some things in here because this is like pencilitizing, right? I'm like getting these kids to use good pencils. So they need to see it and be like, whoa, cool. Yeah, they're unfinished. I want to keep using really I'm going to go home and Google this. Like that's the kind of thing I want to get, which – so yeah, that's a good option. I didn't even think about that as, as a feasible option, just buying – I could buy 12 boxes of Renews. Any ideas, Caroline? Um, I really like the, um, the Tri-Rex, the regular, just the regular sized one with an eraser. Oh yeah. Oh, okay. I love that one for school. Um, that's definitely one of my top recommendations. Um, yeah. that eraser is really not terrible. It's pretty good. Um, and it's, it's really comfortable to hold cause it's that weird bevel triangle and for being mm-hmm. a really, for being a really inexpensive pencil, I think that one's pretty top notch. That's a good idea. I think a triangular pencil could be a really cool, like, odd thing that they would get excited about like something to make it a little different so that yeah. it didn't just kind of disappear like they just like wouldn't even think about it but if it was like a an interesting shape or something about it that was different they would who makes the trirex is that jr moon yeah. yeah 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 i have one somewhere but i haven't really ever used it can, can you get it from them in bulk um i mean yeah could, I, sure. I could get them for you <laughs> yeah i could get them for you oh, we right. could do that yeah. we'll um, talk 
That's awesome. Is that that's a good option? I, I like that. Just something a little like out of the box that they wouldn't ever see. Like the kids in my area of the country and like this town that I live in, like maybe one of them <laughs> in the next fifty years would come across one of those. Like that just like wouldn't naturally happen. But if I planted them, then yeah. these days, like that's just what I think about. Like these kids trying something like this, a golden bear or whatever it is, and then. It's happened before where I like had a kid in, a, in my writer's group who I handed him a black wing and he wrote with it and then three weeks later he showed up in class with a, you know, a That's pearl awesome. or something like that. I'm like, hey, gotcha. <laughs> <laughs> but, huh. Okay. Those are some good we, options. We so. should uh, crowdsource this too if anybody in the group has any suggestions. Uh, yeah, yeah, for yeah. sure. So would, uh, this is probably a good time to do the plug real quick. If you... Um, uh, are not a member of our Facebook group, come and join us. It's at facebook.com slash groups slash erasable. Um, or if you'd rather not do that, you can also comment on this episode, which is at erasable.us slash 35. Cool. Um, is that is that all of your fresh points, Tim? Yep, that's all I got. Cool. How about you, Johnny? Well, um, in case I sound different, that's because I'm in a different place. I finally moved and finally unpacked, which is cool. So I learned something as a pencil hoarder, and that's don't hoard pencils because <laughs> it took me about 12 hours to organize my pencils and then you know, not so long to pack them. Many trips up the steps at my new old apartment with no elevator to move them, and then many, many hours unloading them into that weird dresser that I keep them in. <laughs> so, yeah. If you see a pencil and you like it and you think, I need 10 dozen, no, you don't need 10 dozen. They're just going to sit. So I sort of missed um, Pencil Revolution's 10-year anniversary because I was sort of, you know, not sitting down ever. So that happened, which was pretty interesting. That is awesome. So I've got a lot of giveaways coming up. So one of the good things about packing is I realized I have a ton of pencils, and now I know where everything is. So I've packed up some giveaways for stateside folks, and I'm going to do a big box of stuff that's hard to get outside of the U.S. so that I can do an international one. Probably going to regret this. The shipping's probably going to be like 50 bucks, but whatever. You had a really cool. good um, good kind of tribute by um, Woodchuck on his blog. Yeah, I forgot. He's the other blog that's 10 years old. Yeah. And Pencil Talk would be very soon, but sadly it is gone. That is so sad. Every time I, I look at the link, I don't want to take it down. I finally took it down because it's teasing. Hey, here's this great site. doesn't exist. Just wish we we should have done something to try to like keep it up. Yeah, I think I think that uh, Matthias talked about mirroring it. That's good. So I don't I don't know what ever happened with that. To talk to Mr. Matthias. Yeah, who's one of the best friends of the show ever. He's so cool. Um, on a positive note, Eric from our Facebook group, another plug for our Facebook group, proposed apparently in the in the fountain pen community. All those crazies can't keep themselves to using six pens a month. So they pick six pens a month to use. Crazies. <laughs> and um, do you, so he's, do you use he suggested fewer than six pens, pencils a day, Johnny? Um, <laughs> anyway. <laughs> usually I use less than six. I'm trying to make myself use up some of the things in my stash. They have mm-hmm. like... I pick up a box of pencils. They've all been sharpened three times, but there are 50 of them in there. I'm like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I keep finding like, you know, the pencil box or the pencil cup of pencils in use. And that itself has grown to like 200 pencils that are I'm currently using. And that's, that's stupid. 
But um, anyway, Eric proposed that some folks pick six, and just for the month of August, we use those six pencils. So I'm sticking with it. And um, I put them on Facebook. I picked um, the Wopex, of course, the Renew, the Blackwing 725 from Caroline's Shop, the Bugle from Musgrave, which is my reading pencil, the Mustatombo 8900 HP, and that really cool Mitsubishi Triangular 2B. And I realized when I did it that three of them are green, three of the six. So summertime thoughts. You know, we should... um... I should think about that and try to come up with something for next time because I don't even know. I don't even know. I just grabbed like the six I just used and like, look, this is out of hand. I'm gonna do this. Yeah. And pencil noise with me. I feel um, like I would just do the. I would just use my top five from the. That's true. Our, our site, like that's probably where I started the first time I did it. That's yeah. kind of what yeah. I'm doing anyways. I guess <laughs> that's kind of why I did it. But, yeah, I only that's, have that's uh, two for my top five that are in there, and um. Which one was it? There was one that I just sort of wanted to use more, the Bugle. I really like it, but I found myself not using it that much for no good reason. Just, I don't know. I never reached for it, so I've been using that a lot. And it's really cool. It's, it's, I think I sent you, you guys one. It's round and clear lacquered, and it just looks like what you imagine a throw pencil would look like. Yeah, yeah. And it's like a little scratchy in a good way. Yeah. So, um, yeah. And plus, I think it was like a quarter, something Caroline could say, because I bought it at her shop. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. I love yeah. love the design of that one. It has two tiny little bugles painted on it. It's adorable. Yeah. <laughs> I did go to New York and buy more because I gave most of mine away. You know, everybody likes a natural pencil. Oh, that's really cool. Can I have it? Yeah, it's a quarter. You can have it. <laughs> like, can I have that, you know, rare European one? No, smack their hand. <laughs> um, so also, the Baron Fig Work Play was a really cool book that just came out recently that I think... There's been long enough time that Andy and I have been on the podcast that it sort of came out and sold out in that time, if I'm right. Is that yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Yep. We talked yeah, about it in episode 33. Yeah, I finally reviewed it and went to find the link, and then it was sold out, and I felt like a jerk. They, um, like, hey, here's this awesome notebook. Can't buy it. <laughs> did, you, um, did you try it out, Johnny? Yeah, I like it a lot. It? I, I'm, I'm a big fan of their dot grid in general. It's like perfectly spaced. Yeah, I'm interested to know what you're kind of using the the split um, the the spread for. Well, in my in my um, would be life, I always wanted to write children's books. Mm. So I'm creating really weird children's characters, like Anxiety Bear. <laughs> uh, Anxiety Bear. Yeah, a travel bound animal just just called Pig, and I think I mentioned this before the character puppy. base. Yeah. There's the guy called I Don't Bother Nobody. That's my old neighbor. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the racist guy who actually was on the verge of tears as we were moving. Oh. Who am I, I going to be racist it. with now? I don't understand why, you, why you're moving. I don't bother nobody. <laughs> you're, you're strong. You're a strong guy. You're a strong guy. That's <laughs> because I move a lot and I have a lot of books. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Anyway, that's a very, if you can find one somewhere, it's a very cool book. I would give mine up, but I'm not because I like it. Yeah. Yeah, that's about all I've got tonight. I'm hogging the show. No problem. Mine, uh, I have three things, and they're all kind of similar, kind of related. They're all um, kind of paper-based, and they're all small little independent enterprises that are just trying to get started or have just started, which is kind of cool. Um, first one I was going to talk about is uh, it's a Kickstarter coming up. Um I think I want to say in the next week or two, I just started talking to this guy 
uh, through email who, who's running it. It's called the book block. Uh, did you guys, did you guys get the email I forwarded you about this? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, we, yeah, yeah. So I mean, a, we never really talked about it. Yeah. It's, it's interesting. Um, it's a, um, they're going to, they use the word bespoke, which I think is a kind of a silly buzzword, but, um, they're, they're basically are trying to figure out how to take like a, um, moleskin style notebook and allow you to do a high res print of whatever you want on the cover. Um, so that's where the bespoke comes in. Um, yeah. they're going to be doing a Kickstarter where basically for, um, I want to say it's like $12. Um, you can customize the paper inside the color of the ribbon and the elastic band, and then, um, put a just full color. If you want graphic on the front and the back, um, full bleed looks really cool. I'm going to try to do a review sample or something like that. I cannot decide what to do. <laughs> um, I was thinking about something to do with our erasable logo, but I have no idea. Do you guys have any ideas? Yeah, we should pick the, the photos of us from the website. Oh, yeah. That would be fun. That would be creepy as hell. <laughs> <laughs> like, you sleeping on Who are those dudes in that notebook? You know who has actually <laughs> sleeping. You know who has amazing photos on, their, on her website is Caroline. You and your um, your staff. Oh, yeah. Those, well, those photos are so good. We try really hard. I am not very good at those things. It's taken me a long time to figure it out. I'm so bad at it. But um, <laughs> I love the picture yeah. of you. It's like somebody just told a really bad joke and you're kind of face palming. Um, yeah, no, I'm, I'm the least photogenic person in the universe. I can't do photos. And Kate, Caitlin convinced me that it was okay to just not have my face in it at all. So that's what we went with. <laughs> <laughs> figure like mo- most people who even read that blog probably know what I look like anyway. They don't need to know what I look like. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> Okay. So, um, so yeah, that's the book block. Um, the website is not up and the, uh, Kickstarter is not live yet. So I'll just have a link. Well, I mean, the website is up. It has a big, just countdown. Um, I'll link to that just so you can see some examples of what these notebooks might look like. Um, and this is all speculative. I guess when you go into a Kickstarter, you never know exactly, um, what it's going to be, but, um, yeah, it, it looks, it looks pretty cool. I also want to talk about the Cheshire paper company. Um, this is somebody I started talking to on Twitter. Adana is her name. Um, and she is trying to create her perfect uh, pad of paper. Um, in fact, I hear Johnny and Tim, I have some here for you guys I need to mail you. What? Um, cool. Awesome. They're, they're really cool. They're, um, these are super, super prototypes. Uh, the back cardboard is really flimsy, and uh, the paper only has like one side lined. Um, but it's But it's... It's pretty cool. It's um, it's called the Brainstormer Notepad from the Cheshire Paper Company. It has this like kind of purple, um, oh, what do you call it? The top that holds the paper onto the cardboard, the binding. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> has a purple binding. Um, it has lines on it, but it also has in between the lines it has a dot grid, and then there are a few like little tiny hashes on the lines. Um, so it's a uh, it looks like it's a little bit of all three, a little bit of grid, a little bit of dot grid, and a little bit of lined. Um, oh, the diagonal lines of an isometric grid. That's what it is. I'm reading her website right now. Um, yeah, so it, it kind of has a little bit of a slant to it. Oh, I see. That's cool. Yeah. Um, Dotted colored rule. Yeah. Interesting. So she just um, just got done with a run of them, and she sent a few out for samples. Uh, so I'll get some to you, but... Yeah, it's it's pretty nice. Um, she's super interesting to talk to too. She we should uh, kind of have her tell her story one day on the show or something. That'd be fun. Okay. 
I noticed in this photo she doesn't have a Mac, which I appreciate. <laughs> Boo. <laughs> no, just kidding. No, to say Windows, right. though. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then finally, uh, somebody in the group, uh, Vito uh, Grippy. Grippy? G-R-I-P-P-I. I'm going to say Grippy because it sounds better than grippy but who knows sorry Vito, <laughs> if i get that wrong <laughs> um his thing is something that's a little less certain to me like i'm not quite sure what he's doing but he's st- trying to start up something called the story supply company and it seems like he's trying to source um different office supplies or art supplies writing supplies to send to kids um and it, it seems like what it is if you purchase a a kit of supplies here. They're also giving one to to an underprivileged child. Um, it looks like they're partnering with uh, 826 Valencia um, and 826 Boston, DC, and LA too. Um, Valencia is the one I'm familiar with. Just a cool, um, really unique uh, education nonprofit um, located in San Francisco and other cities mm-hmm. as well. Uh, they're always Dave the- Eggers. They, they what? I just said yeah, Dave Eggers. Yeah. Started. Yeah, it's really cool. They um, the one, I know the one here in San Francisco is pirate themed, and I think the L.A. one is maybe like time travel themed. Oh uh, yeah, and there's a there's a superhero one. Yeah, I know, there's like, a superhero and a spy. Kids one can too. kids can put on like a cape and stand above like a jet of fans, like so they like, stand above it and like their cape flaps up behind them and they get their picture taken. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So um, I'm not entirely sure what these. Uh, supplies are going to consist of but i i think mm-hmm. that it sounds like they're he's making some pocket notebooks to kind of give it a start to kick it off um it, it yeah. seems my a little bit like um you guys are you familiar with rad and hungry yep yeah um it seems hey. like maybe a little bit like what uh hen's doing there um except for kids or for like storytelling so mm. um that link is also in the show notes storiesupplyco.com I'm dying for that to start. It's it's a cool idea, and I I think when it I think it's a, it's a really cool idea. I think they sort of jumped the gun, like announced it so early, and like as soon as I saw it, I was like, "Whoa, that's cool!" Yeah. And then it's just been kind of a while because they're yeah. still working on getting it started. That it, I was I was really excited about it. I mean, I'm still excited about it, but yeah. I think I'm just like anxious for it to, to to launch. Yeah, and I can't remember quite what he's doing. I think it was maybe like a Kickstarter. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so so that'll be cool when that gets started. It's just some just some fun like, uh, just grassroots, stationary and office supply um, initiatives getting started. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, th- that's that's all I had for the for fresh points. Should we get into the main topic? Let's do it. For those of you just joining us, which seems weird because this is not a live broadcast. Uh, we have uh, for we those have, of you who started at the 50 minute mark. right what's wrong with you go back and listen to the rest <laughs> we we uh we have caroline weaver on with us uh who we had on in a previous episode she is the uh creator and proprietor of cw pencil enterprise uh which is a uh, wonderful pencil online shop as well as a physical location in uh the lower east side in uh, manhattan uh which i have been to and johnny has been to johnny's been there how many times three times so Three so far. Yeah. Uh, and she yeah. recently took a trip to Japan. Uh, and I was hoping she, she wrote a series of blog posts, which we have a link to in the show notes, which were super great. But uh, Caroline, we were just kind of hoping you could tell us a little bit about your trip and also the state of pencils in Japan as compared to, um, as compared to here. Yeah, it's, um, it's really, really different. I, um, yeah. 
Yeah. So I, I, the reason why I went was for the International Stationery and Office Products Trade Show, um, which is Kevin. massive. It's <laughs> just this huge trade show where they have um, they have vendors from all over Asia. And I kind of I kind of just when I first started my business, I kind of just Googled um, stationery trade shows and just made a list of all the ones I came across and. This one, there was, there's almost no information online in English, at least, about about this trade show, and I, I just kind of thought, oh, it's a, it's a good excuse to go to Japan and maybe try to find some things. So I just did it, and um, yeah, it was, uh, it was really strange. I had to have an interpreter because none of these businesses, most of the representatives from these businesses, none of them spoke English, and so um, I, ha- I had an interpreter with me the whole time I was there, and we went to this trade show and. Um, saw so much washi tape. There was just washi tape everywhere. Oh, wow. Um, I really, really got obsessed and really wish somebody would open a washi tape store next to mine. Um, <laughs> that'd be awesome. I have, so, some, I have some robot washi tape that's pretty great. Oh, that does sound great. Is it, is it washi tape with robots or does it perform your bidding like a robot? No, you use it on your robots. <laughs> no. oh, oh, man, that's absurd. <laughs> robot, <laughs> robot repair tape. <laughs> Finally, yeah, it has little robots on it. It's pretty cool. I will sharpen your pencils. I was, it was just really distracting seeing the washi tape everywhere. I couldn't handle it. But we, um, I, I met, um, met a bunch of pencil, a bunch of pencil people who I hadn't been able to get a hold of, and I just kind of thought forever. I thought like I'm emailing these companies and no one's replying. I. I, are they trying to ignore me or whatever? And then I realized that it really honestly is just a language thing that um, they just often don't, or maybe I write really confusing emails. It's probably a lot to do with it, but um, <laughs> it was just so much easier for me to just go there, show up in person with it, with an interpreter, just do business that way. Hmm. Um, but yeah, there were, um, there were a lot of really strange things there. We saw these, these ballpoint pens that are like two ballpoint pens glued together, like next to each other. And so the idea is not so that you use them both at the same time, but you write with one, and then when you want the other color, you just flip it over in your hand so you don't have to get another pen. <laughs> um, Somebody just made that up in their garage, and they were like, this is brilliant. Yeah, it's um, it's really strange. There was like really everything at this thing. They had a, a stall that was this company that just sells like every – like re- they sell receipt paper like for stores, but in every color in the rainbow. And I just thought like, That's I can't awesome. believe that that exists. It's they just had everything, and it was in this huge convention center that is um, bigger than the Javits Center, anything I've seen here. And they had all these other trade shows going on at the same time. So it was just a bunch of super ridiculous things. But um, yeah, that was anyway. That's boring. But I um, I spent I went so I had enough time to just kind of roam around Tokyo on my own um, and. Try to go to all the stationery stores that I know of um, in Japan or the ones that have been recommended or ones that I have found through extensive research. But, um, yeah, the, I honestly, I was a little bit disappointed that I didn't really come across many pencils that I didn't know about already. I was really mm-hmm. hoping for some, for some surprises. But um, yeah. this Mono KMKKS is really the only one that I found that I really had never seen in my entire life. But um, they... The thing about Japanese pencils that I, I mean, I'm really partial to Japanese pencils. I love them and um, they're just really special because they pay so much, so much more attention to the design of them and the way that they're finished and the quality of the paint. They have so many layers of paint always just because 
I guess it's just a lot more important that it be aesthetically pleasing. And the, the graphite's always so much smoother. And it's, um, I, th- I think with most Japanese pencils, it's because they use a little bit of polymer as, as well as wax with their graphite mixture. And so it's just a completely different type of smoothness, um, which I really appreciate. But um, yeah, cool. there was a, a, I went to Itoya and they have a pencil testing station where they have all the pencils. Um, and that was really fun because I've never seen like a proper pencil testing station anywhere outside my shop. And so um, it was fun to kind of be in somebody else's shop because in, in my shop I use all the pencils, but I never really sit there and like try them all out like yeah. like I would as a customer. And so it was fun to do that to really kind of remind myself what the difference is between a Japanese pencil and um, and I guess pencils from Europe or the U.S. Yeah, or anything. but. I'm like a little terrified to sharpen the jumbo Itoya pencil that you sent that silver just because I'm like terrified that I'm gonna love it and never want to <laughs> use never anything be able else. To get it again. Oh, it looks in that so case, beautiful. Yeah, don't oh sharpen gosh. it then because it writes really nicely. Yeah, like I'm like especially in the, so the uh, pretty and I love like yeah the jumbo man. This thing is gorgeous, man. I would yeah. we I'd have be a- in trouble. We have an Atoya store here in San Francisco. It's um, it's. At least I know somebody who sells them. Yeah, uh, I don't know if they. <laughs> I haven't noticed the jum- the jumbos there, but mm-hmm. um, I know they have the regular size ones, so I'll, I'll definitely mm-hmm. look. Apparently, this is the only Atoya store outside of Japan, um, in San Francisco. Not fair. Like, <laughs> we have one in New York. Yeah. So um, so that's cool. That's that's one thing I really love about. Japanese stuff in general, uh, especially the pencils, is they do take a lot of care to make it look aesthetically pleasing. Um, and but it's it's always you know it's never like super ornamental or or non you know it's it's not froofy. It's very functional as well. So uh, yeah, that's that's one one thing I like about Japanese pencils too is they're just like really just thick and and um, yeah, just just good quality as well as just gorgeous. Mm-hmm. I, I love that they all on the backs of them they often write what what its purpose is. Um, <laughs> I've been mean, I've been meaning to in, <laughs> take all the ones and flip them around and take an Instagram of them all together because there there's so many <laughs> like general writing, office use, school use, Mas- like, master, master writing. writing. Yeah, that's the best <laughs> one. The master writing one. I love that one. Hmm. That's cool. Um, so sometimes you can get you can see some models of Japanese pencils with and without erasers. Um, What's the ratio of pencil of Japanese pencils? Do you think that have erasers on them? Ooh, really, not many at all. Um, probably, pro- I like ten percent or less. Really? Yeah. Um, yeah. The I mean, the standard pencils that they sell in the stationery stores though are mostly just um, mostly just like um, Tombow Monos or um, or Unis, not not the high Uni or any of the higher end ones. Usually, just like I forgot what like the um, the uni star i think they call it mm. um and they have all the, all these like all these models of um mitsubishi's like versions of the nano dia and also the tombow epos that are that are super super like designed and really cute and made for kids um they have a lot of those but those none of those have erasers either um really there just are almost no no pencils with erasers there there's a there's a, a tombow that i can get here at the uh, mido stores in the bay area um, it's a, it's a Tombow made out of recycled wood. It's, it's the LG slash KEA. Um, oh, that thing's pretty. Yeah. It's, it has like a, it's natural wood color with, um, 
like a black eraser on it. And it's a, it's a really nice eraser, but I was surprised when I found it that it was a Japanese pencil, but it had a pretty American-y looking eraser on it. Yeah. I, I've never actually used that one before. That's hmm. uh, one that I always forget that I want. This happens all the time. I see a pencil and <laughs> like I, I need to stock it, but then I just forget. <laughs> um, I'm going to actually make a note of that. Um, I'll yeah, send the, some to you. Yeah, I'd love to try it. Um, they have them at uh, Kinokonia in New York. Hmm. Oh, yeah, they do. You're right, they do. Um, that, that I totally go there all the time. <laughs> <laughs> I, um, I never, I'm never in that part of town, so I never go there. But the, there's the other Tombow pencil, the Tombow 2558. Um, that's, mm-hmm. It's a yellow pencil, but it's kind of orangey, and it has, oh, yeah. Um, yeah, it has that kind of like purplish feral. I love that one. That's a really, really good Japanese pencil with an eraser. Um, that's, that's a good one. I just, yeah, I, I have a hard time sometimes explaining to people in the store that the eraser thing is really just, it's really American and any pencil that's made outside of the U S that does have a ferrule and eraser is pretty much made for the U S market. This is America. Cause we want to, we want to be perfect, right? <laughs> we want to appear perfect. So we're going to, we know where all of our perfect. mistakes. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> the other side of the coin. That's true. <laughs> Definitely not true. <laughs> what, what? I didn't make a mistake. What are you talking about? We yeah. we did the right thing. <laughs> I don't do a good George Bush. <laughs> That's what that was. <laughs> uh, what is it? I, I was going to ask what you think after being in Japan, Caroline. What's what is it? <laughs> I'm that, older than you guys. <laughs> <laughs> what is it that? What What do you think it is about Japan that makes them? Like that they have such a strong stationary culture that like all these awesome pencils come from there. Like what is it that's what is it that's different? I mean it's just something I've never really thought of. Like why do they why do they have all that stuff and we have two pencil makers in America? <laughs> um I well I think in general, um everything in Japan is so orderly. Um and and as far as as far as kind of etiquette goes, it's so, so old fashioned. Um, which is kind of refreshing. I appreciate that. But, um, I think that has a lot to do with it. It's just a certain way of life that things are done a certain way, a way that they've always been done. And that's how they're, they're just handled. And so I think, um, as far as, as far as like writing instruments go, like they, it's just, it's just kind of what's expected. I mean, I, in the stationary stores there, the biggest section, even more than for writing instruments, I notice that often the biggest section is for planners and date books Mm -hmm. um they're just like aisles and aisles of that stuff like refills for every planner you could ever want that that's that's just something that i feel like they haven't gone totally digital with um the yeah the idea of a calendar or a planner that you use every single day to record everything um and so i think at the very least that's something that most people still use and i think it's just part of their culture they're i think like the Japanese products are always very well made and very designed for the very well designed for the most part. And I think I think they're quite proud of that. And so I think um, in Japan too, like a lot of the people I met were all so excited to show me what they were writing with, and always like always kind of treasured those things. And they they just kind of yeah take a lot of pride in that. I think. Yeah, that makes sense. Uh, like, what are some of your what are your favorite Japanese pencils? Like we we're talking about the they have this certain sense of quality in certain like way they go about things. And you mentioned that you love Japanese pencils, but what are your favorite Japanese pencils that are at least semi readily available to people in the U S 
I feel like there are tier there are tiers of Japanese pencils as far as like how easy they are to get. Uh, like as far as one that people could fairly easy come across either from your store or somewhere. Like what's what's your what are some of your favorites? Um, so I well, right now I'm using the. I'm just actually googling this right now to make sure I'm correct because I get the numbers so confused. The one that the one that I love right now and I've I've been recommending a lot for for kids in school if they want. A really nice pencil. I love the Mitsubishi 9852 EW. It's um, kind of Mitsubishi's mm-hmm. version of a yellow pencil with an eraser, but the the naked one is so pretty. And it's the text is printed in green, and it has a really nice black eraser and um, a kind of like deep purpley ferrule. It's um, just a really nice quality, very very simple pencil. It's just so simple and perfect, and the box design is really really great. Yeah, those are gorgeous. I like those. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And they say master writing, which is cool. That's the one that says master writing. Yeah, that's <laughs> that's kind of my, my favorite Japanese pencil right now just for everyday use. But that's um, also lately been a really popular pencil for taking the LSATs with in the shop. So um, we've, been <laughs> <laughs> we've been recommending that one a lot. Awesome. So what was your favorite um, paper product from the show? Hmm. Oh, um, that's a really hard question. There's there are these notebooks that I found that I really really liked. I'm still um, I'm like I said the like business customs are so formal there. I'm still waiting to finish um, finish off things with some of these companies that I met. But there's there's this notebook that I will be getting eventually that um, is made by a calendar company. It's made the paper inside the notebook is that. Um, I guess it's not in the U.S. It's not really a standard type of thing, but you know, like those those calendars that you sometimes see in like Chinese or Japanese restaurants on the on the table or something. Those calendars have the very very thin paper. It's like very thin and kind of. Is um, it the Tomoe River paper? I don't know what that is. Oh, <laughs> that's um, uh, Tim. You, I think you know the Tomoe River paper best, don't you? It's, yeah. it's well, almost I mean, like vellum, it but it's really it's really um, fountain pen friendly. Yeah, it feels like a tissue paper. Yeah, exactly. It feel like in your hand feels like tissue paper. That sort of thing. Yeah, exactly. And this um, mm-hmm. this company makes these like like generally like very inexpensive calendars out of that sort of paper, and they um, they're making notebooks out of them. And the idea is because it's really thin. The idea is that the notebooks have three hundred and sixty five pages as a calendar would for three hundred and sixty five days of the year, and so That's they did cool. this. It's cool, and they did this one set. It's, I think it's fairly new, and I, I'd never seen it before. They don't, they've never sold to anybody in the U.S., so it would be brand, like brand new. But they, they do this one that is actually a set of four notebooks, and there's one for each season, and they're very simple in their design. They're just a, they're, um, they're, I think they're um, stitch bound, but they're, um, they're soft cover, and they're different pastel colors, and on the edge of the paper on the cover it just has the name of the brand in gold foil and then it has a little icon like a snowflake for the winter one like something very subtle um is, and is I just, this the seven seas writer is that what they're called no uh, seven seas writer is just it's just like a big fat notebook of that tomoe river paper oh, okay and that's a, that's all they make i think yeah that's awesome yeah. though this those one, sound yeah, amazing this one's different it's really cool i kind of like the idea that you buy it's not one notebook like your planner is that you use every day. It's just like a, a little collection. And at the end of the year, you have this little collection of notebooks. But it's great paper, though. It, it's really good for pen and pencil. 
Um, pencil doesn't smudge very easily on it, which is nice. What um what are some of the best erasers you you saw on the show or kind of in your travels in Japan? Oh, um, there's actually an eraser that I really like that I can't tell you what it is because I can't read it. And, <laughs> um, and I've tried to look. I, and I bought one for the first time. There's this there's this Japanese um, supermarket that I go to sometimes. It's on like the third floor of a random building, and it's kind of kind of dodgy. But um, they had this eraser once by the checkout, and I bought one. And I saw them in Japan in all sorts of colors. And it's a it's kind of like a it's a nice little size too. It's like and it like an inch and a half by a half inch by like one inch. It's a great size and it's, it's a plastic eraser and it's kind of crumbly, which is sort of nice sometimes for a plastic eraser, I think, Mm -hmm. because sometimes they're, they're kind of like, you kind of have to use a little bit too much pressure to get them to work well. I really don't like plastic erasers, but I love this one. And I, I will tell you as soon as I figure out what it is, or maybe I'll, maybe I'll put a picture of it on Instagram and ask them, but ask for help. See if anybody knows what it is. I'm but, sure you'll um, find somebody who does. That's awesome. Yeah, it's it's great eraser. But they um, I, they have a lot of those really good like clicky erasers that are super super fine. They have ones that are just very thin and rectangular um, that are really nice. And um, a lot of those erasers in the shape, kind of like the that Stadler one that's at Target right now. That's kind of rectangular and square. You know what mm-hmm. I'm talking about? Yeah, those are great. Yeah, yeah, love, love that shape. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm not didn't buy any sushi erasers or any of those novelty ones. Um, <laughs> not really into that. Yeah. <laughs> um, are there any sort of discernible trends going on in the pencil world in Japan that you know, being stateside, we'd be completely oblivious to? Oh, that's a good question. Um, I hadn't realized until I went there just how um, how much more common it is to find a B or a 2B pencil for writing. I saw almost no HB writing pencils um, when I was there, or at least definitely definitely far fewer than um, a B or a 2B. I, I don't know that there are any particular trends. Um, there's a lot there. They have so so many stationary things over there right now are pastel colors. I saw so many pastel colored things, hmm. um, which I thought was a little bit peculiar. Um, I guess that's the that's what they've forecasted to be trendy. Pastel Japan. colors, but, yeah. Hmm. Which I'm not crazy about, so I was yeah kind of bummed out about that. The Nano Dias have always kind of been pastelly. Yeah. Yeah, they because they make them what they I, I kept seeing the pink ones and the blue ones, which to me seems kind of like gender separate, which I'm yeah. not not really a fan of. Pencils for women. But, yeah. <laughs> big for her. Yeah, big yeah. for her. Big for her, yeah. They actually had some of those um big ecolutions <laughs> in the big for her line that were um some sort of, you know, pseudo feminine color and the Fake wood was dyed black, and they were really thin. <laughs> I really wanted to get my hands on some, but I couldn't find them. The eBay ones kept selling out. I'm not making this up. <laughs> those those Amazon reviews are just like oh yeah, the greatest thing oh, ever. Yeah. So, uh, Caroline, I don't know how many of these you uh, got in your suitcase and took back, but did you have any any weird issues with customs? Shockingly, no. I, 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 so many people tell me in the shop that their like sharpener was confiscated, or um, some a customer was telling me yesterday that 
TSA like had to investigate his lead holder once and I've never had any issues. I travel with lots of sharpeners and I always have lots of pencils, especially this time I had, I had probably half a suitcase full of pencils. Wow. Um, I'm a very light packer, so I left a lot of space for pencils and nobody said a word. I was shocked. Hmm. That's awesome. Yeah. I, I, I travel, um, with probably four or five, just like really sharp pencils. Um, and yeah, I've never, I've never gotten a word and it's, you know, it's been in my, my carry ons So it's like, I could, I could stab somebody with this. <laughs> TSA, you're not doing your job. You're lucky. I'm on some TSA list. Which is why I take Amtrak. Seriously. Yeah. But we'll talk about that later. <laughs> it's a different show. Yeah. <laughs> so Caroline, what are some, what are some new pencils you brought back with you that you'll be stocking in the store soon? that you're like especially excited about? Well, the, I'm really, really excited about um, Kitaboshi pencils, which I will be getting soon. Mm-hmm. I'm expecting Gosh, the first... Are, mm-hmm. They're awesome. Uh, they're they awesome. are really awesome. And I, I'm expecting the first order in hopefully soon. They are a really small... I didn't realize how small that company is. And they're really small. They're run by family. It's. Um, I met the guy who's the, like the president of the Kitaboshi pencil factory and he, he's so funny and so nice. And, um, yeah, they just gave us tons of free pencils and just talked to us for ages. They, we had a hard time leaving that booth every day that we were there. Um, cause they were, they were so friendly, but they, uh, they have really great checking pencils, like red, red ones and red and blue combination ones. They make them in both that, um, in both like a true red and that vermilion, that, some European brands and a lot of um, Japanese brands do it in. Um, those are super nice. I'm really excited about those. They're um, they're located in Fukushima, aren't they? Or, or somewhere close? They they're just outside Tokyo. They're, oh, okay. techni- they're like technically within city limits. I think their their pencil factory is actually open to the public. Oh wow! Yeah, you can go on a you can go on a tour there. Um, Did you do that? I didn't have t- I didn't really have time. Uh. Um, it's, just, it's just one of those things that I'd want to spend a whole day doing that. And I'm oh, yeah. I'm hoping to make these trips a yearly thing at least. And so that'll just be something to look forward to next time. Heck yeah! I really yeah. oh man, I really want to do that. Yeah, I wish I had a reason to travel to uh, Japan besides this so that I could to, get somebody else to pay for. Yeah, we <laughs> need to like crowdsource <laughs> plane tickets to Japan. So we can, yeah, hey guys. for German. Like, <laughs> Yeah. Two people to Germany, two to Japan, and then we'll meet in the middle somewhere to like show what we found. <laughs> <laughs> we'll meet in that Afghanistan to talk about what we found. Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like a plan to me. <laughs> so speaking of Germany, um, Caroline, what, what's uh, what's next? I know that there's big stationary shows in Germany. A Paper World is there. Do you have any yeah. do you have any plans for other research trips? I really want to go to Paper World. Um I I don't know. There are a lot of trips I want to take. I kind of wish I could just like take take two months off and do them all, just to travel for a whole two months. But um, I can't do that, not yet at least. So I'm thinking um, I really want to do a trip to Portugal hmm. um, just because I get emails all the time about really cool stationary things in Portugal, really cool new brands, products, notebooks, just Everything and I love the Arco pencils, which come from Portugal, and that's a really interesting, really old company. And I would love to visit their factory and maybe do a bit of research um, on Portuguese stationery because I feel like a lot of that stuff never makes it outside of Portugal or at least hmm. outside of Europe. And so I think there's a lot to be found there. I'd also really love to go to India um, to visit the Hindustan pencil factory. They make 
the um, Epsara pencils and the Natraj pencils. Mm-hmm. Um, they emailed me about that recently, and I would love to make that happen because, um, yeah, their pencils are really different to most other ones, and that's yeah. There, there are some things I'd like to investigate there, but oh yeah, um, I never thought yeah, about I, Portugal, but but you're right. I've definitely seen interesting stationary things from Portugal. Yeah, they make be- they have so many beautiful paper products there and there. And the Viarco pencils are really great. I think that Viarco is definitely the most innovative pencil brand that um, I think exists right now in the world. Um, they're always coming up with really strange things. They do those scented pencils that are really wonderful, and they have this pencil top. It's like a it's you could spin it like a top. It's really fun. I have one on my desk, and they have a magnetic pencil. They have all these really neat things. Hmm. They have a terrible website though. It's a terrible website, yeah. <laughs> it's really terrible, but um, it's okay. Their products make up for it. Yeah. Well, just like Musgrave. Musgrave has the oh, worst man. website. Well, at least it's entertaining. Yeah. It's a time machine. I guess I yeah, guess you don't think like of the, people who make good pencils. Middle making. school AV club is putting it together. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you guys. <laughs> That's cool. So um, so kind of what, what is your – with these trips and kind of learning what what they do elsewhere, What what is your – kind of eventual business goal for that are you, are you trying to to stock that in your store or just trying to like you know tell the world what other people do or start some sort of a stationary cultural revolution or just you know checking it out <laughs> uh all of the above Either, yeah i was gonna say um, any of those would be great yeah, yeah i um i just really like learning about these things and i think yeah. that like the more that i know the more i can share with other people even if i can't get all the things in my shop and if i i mean i don't want to ever have a pencil empire or anything i like it i like to keep it small i like it the way it is now <laughs> Um, but I would eventually really – part of in like my 10-year plan is to open a store in Tokyo. So that's, that's something that I want to start thinking about in a few years maybe. I need to find someone in Japan to run it for me. That's a, that's a big hurdle. But um, yeah. I'd, I'd love to do that. I also um, think maybe these things will all be useful for my master plan, which – I don't know if I should be talking about this on a podcast. <laughs> um, my master plan is Nobody to have – Nobody listens to this. Yeah. Um, as if. That's so not true. <laughs> you guys <laughs> – you guys are really famous, um, but no. I, I, my my master plan is to have a TV show. Um, oh, yes, yes. Yeah, I really yes. want a TV show where I travel the world in search of like the most interesting, the like just the best paper products, like stationary things, just everything. I have a great, oh, yeah. um, I have a really great name for the show picked out already, which I won't say on the podcast. But uh, if you want to know, I'll tell you in the shop. Um, <laughs> It's, um, awesome. yeah. So I'm, if, if anybody knows anyone who's a TV producer, send them my way because I have a lot of plans for that. It's like, um, <laughs> you like amazing. the next David Reese. You can just, uh, or just like the Anthony Bourdain of, yeah, exactly. <laughs> of stationary. That's yeah. awesome. Exactly. That's yeah. the plan. But I don't, I don't know if that'll happen. <laughs> I'm working on it. I have a lot of years left in me. <laughs> yes. That's cool. So, um, definitely watch that. Any, any other questions for Caroline? Anybody? I don't think so. This has nope. been great. Anything about yeah. your trip that we uh, we didn't cover that you just want to tell the the pencil world about, Caroline? Um, oh goodness, uh, not that I know of, really. I yeah, I don't know. I can't think of anything. Yeah, well, John uh, Blank. I think yeah. we covered a lot of bases. We did. Yeah, mm-hmm. we've been. Yeah, it's been a great conversation. Well, uh, if any of of you listening out there have any questions for Caroline, um, Caroline, how does how does someone you find you on on social media? 
Um, I am on Instagram at CW Pencil Enterprise. I'm on Twitter at CW Pencils. And my website is CWPencils.com. That's awesome. And uh, how does one get to your shop? Oh, my shop is on uh, Forsyth Street in Manhattan between Grand and Broome. Um, kind of in the Lower East Side, but kind of in Chinatown. It's kind of in the middle of, well, no man's land. But um, you can take the B or D train to get there. You can see the giant pencil sign from the exit of the subway. That's awesome. And there's a really great little bar on the corner. Am I right, Johnny? <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, what? <laughs> so, so I'm told. I went to the library. <laughs> I thought that was the library. <laughs> So, Caroline, thank you so much for coming on the show. And let's make this a regular thing. It's good to yeah. have your voice on. And yeah. it's good to just yeah have um, somebody besides just us talking. And Yeah, this is fun. You are a fount of knowledge. So, um, uh, Johnny, how can anybody, how can somebody find you on, on the Internet? Well, I have been at PencilRevolution.com for 10 years now. Woohoo! So, I think my website needs a cane. Um, I'm on <laughs> Twitter and Instagram, both at Pensolution. Or Depends. Yeah. Man, website, I'm sorry. My URL is weeping. <laughs> Tim, how about you? You can follow me on Twitter at Tim Wassum, and I'm on Instagram at Timothy Wassum. Or find him at the DC Pen, Pen Show next week. Yes, or hunt me down at the DC Pen Show next Saturday. <laughs> Saturday the 14th, is that right? I think so. Uh, 15th. Date, dates are fuzzy to me right now. Yeah, <laughs> 15th, 15th. I am uh, Andy Welfley. I am at woodclinched.com. Um, you can get me on Twitter at awelfley or at woodclinched and on Instagram at awelfley. Uh, we as a group are the Erasable Podcast. Uh, you can find us online at uh, erasable.us. Um, you can uh, find our episodes um, on your favorite podcatcher in the iTunes directory as well. Um, or you can go on facebook.com slash erasablepodcast to find posts about our uh, episodes. Um, and come join our community. We have a group of really amazing people, 600 strong. Uh, it, we have a Facebook group. It is uh, facebook.com slash groups slash erasable. I'm going to uh, probably screen your application so, uh, or your request to join because sometimes we have spam bots try to do it. So uh, hopefully you're, you're a real person. Um, and you can find us on Twitter at, at erasable podcast. Um, so thank you very much for joining us and we will see you in a couple weeks. The intro music for the Erasable Podcast is graciously provided by This Mountain, a collaborative folk rock band from Johnson City, Tennessee. You can check out their music at www.thismountainband.com.